Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 3 of our Generationally Speaking podcast. My name is Jordan. I am our online pastor and one of our teaching pastors, along with our resident millennial here at C3. And yes. to my left, your right, is our Next Steps pastor, a little bit more competent than Brad. No. Don't say that. <laughs> our Next Steps pastor and resident Gen Xer. Yes, Kim, Kim Chitwood, Chitwood. my That's mama, right. your next steps pastor. So, <laughs> hey, Kevin Saylor, good to see you. Yay, Graham Kevin. Gentis, hello, recovering and watching. Recovering from oh, yeah. did, he have, did he have surgery? Yeah, he did have surgery. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. We'll be praying for you. So, um, hey, uh, tonight we are talking um, about mm -hmm. something really heavy, Very but also heavy. I think it's such an important conversation. So, uh, Kim, why don't you just introduce us for the conversation tonight? Yeah, so I was really. Um, honored to be able to talk about this. Um, and like you said, it was, it's a very, very um, kind of a deep topic, a hard topic. And um, I, uh, is this what go. you want yeah, me to I do? I was going to say, you <laughs> I was, trying to I do was doing I, wrong. I could tell that Ryan had you on the camera. So yeah. I was going yeah. to do it non-discreetly or non-discreetly. Yeah. I was trying to do it discreetly. I'm like, what do you mean, but, Joe? Hey, okay, is this good? good to see you, Jay Fryman. Okay, good awesome. All right. So, yeah, so anyways, anyway, we're going to we're gonna be talking about, we're going to be navigating through church hurt or what people say, being wounded by the church, right? Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk a little bit about how can a good God, if we believe in a good God, how can he allow the church to hurt or how can he allow Christians or all the sin that comes into the church and actually mm -hmm. can wound people or if Christians are supposed to be chasing after a loving God, right. chasing after God, right? Why are Christians often, um, why, why are why they are hurting, hurting other, other people Christians or even or other people? people. Yep. Right. And yep. if we're supposed to be loving, if we're supposed to be loving our neighbor, then why are we causing so much hurt? And then another piece of that is the flip side is how can we come alongside people who yeah. have been wounded, who've been, you know, hurt by the church, yep. as well as if we need community, how do we continue to connect in a church full of sinful people? Yeah, so. and then, uh, you know, another piece of it that we'll discuss tonight is if we ourselves have been hurt yeah. by yeah. either the either a church um, or multiple churches right. or just Christians, um, Christ followers, right. um, or if we just see how Christians interact with one another and we're skeptical of the church, how do we find healing from that? And is it necessary? I think the last question we'll wrestle with, is it necessary for Christians to, to be a part of a church, right. a community, um, and then ultimately being a part of the church? And here's what I think is so important. Um, for us to understand, and, and this is why we're talking about this, is um, a, a large percentage of Crossbridgers, people who call Crossbridge yes. home, have experienced some form of what we'll talk about tonight, post-traumatic church syndrome. And wow. That was a phrase that I did not know that was, yeah, a, that was thing. a phrase that has been circulating post traumatic, sure. where you've been wounded by the church or by Christians or have been hurt. Right. Um, and what we've noticed at Crossbridge is actually a question, not a question. It was a meeting that we had with our creative team back uh, 2019, 2020, right before COVID hit. And someone from um, the creative team asked myself and Trevor, they said, hey, because we were trying to rebrand. This was before our new logos dropped and sure. new coloring and our website. We, we got an app. This is our whole rebranding process. Um, they asked us, "What do you? Well, when you think of Crossroads, what type of a church do you think you are? And we That's said, you know, most people who are pastors say we're the church for the unchurched. Mm. We're the church for the lost. Okay? Mm. And, and I mean, I think every church has to 
essentially be a church. That's what we do it for. Right, right. right. But that's not necessarily what we've kind of noticed. Mm -hmm. No, it's been incredible. It's been incredible. Like for me, um, um, in the past, even before you came on staff and when I was a pastor's wife, it was this as well as we tend to be a church that attracts those who've been wounded by other churches. Yep. Yep. And here's something we want to know is as, as humans, um, we're not the perfect church. No, we've hurt people in the past. Right. We disappoint people. Right. Um, we're, we're a, and this is part of kind of the overarching conversation is when you put a group of sinful people in a room, which is all of us, which is all of us, (laughs) regardless of who you're chasing after, eventually sin is going to win one time or another. Absolutely. Your hope is that you can minimize those wins that sin has. For sure. Um, With all that being said, how do we navigate church hurt? That's what we're going to be walking and talking about. Um, Perhaps you have been hurt by a church. Perhaps you've been on staff at a church before and uh, have experienced some form of either abuse or mistreatment. Um, Perhaps you have just been a Christian who has gone and sought healing or hope from the church and um, struggle with that. Perhaps you have um, maybe no relationship with Jesus. Right. And part of it might just be because of how you have experienced some different pain. And or, or even just perceive the church and, right. and know other people who've been wounded. And, and another piece of that is perhaps you've had, you know, people who've been wounded by the church and you go, how do I, yep. how do I walk alongside um, in a loving way? Right. Yep, and here's what we want you to know is uh, is that you are safe here. You are welcome here. We have members on staff, uh, myself included, who have been hurt by past, ch- excuse me, church experiences. We have, like I said, many Crossbridgers. Right. We estimate probably 30 to 40% on the low end <sighs> of Crossbridgers have experienced yeah. some form of church hurt in the past. Um, and so, uh, you know, you're in a safe place. You're in a place that you can relate to someone in a painful way. We're relating on the the less, which helps with some of the healing. Sure. So, uh, Susan Key says, "Yay, go Cam! Rep Gen X. She's excited because normally she identifies as a boomer, um, <laughs> but uh, she's got you to identify as a Gen Xer. He's so bad. Just Jay Frymeyer also says, I too am recovering and watching new knee. Ooh, that is oh, not fun. Oh, ouchie! Sorry, Jay. Praying uh, for you. So, hey, how about you uh, share just a little bit of data?" regarding yeah. church baggage from some different outlets that we wanted to share yeah. about generations, but then also about Americans as a whole. So I thought these were so sad. Mm-hmm. Not in- interesting. Interesting, but sad. Okay, so Barna says 37% of non-church-going Americans cite church hurt from past experiences as their reasons for not attending church anymore. That's a high percentage. 37% of non-church-going Americans yes. cite church hurt as a major reason why they don't attend anymore. That blew me away. That yeah. blew me away because most of the time, if I think someone dropped out of going to church, I just think they just got out of the habit. Like mm-hmm. that would be my first thought. Yep. You got, you know, you get busy, you get out of the habit. But yep. 37%, yeah. that is sad. Yep. Uh, let us know in the chat. Uh, you can either comment with... Uh, hand raised or a yes or an I do. Um, how many of you know, and you can be vulnerable and share like I have experienced, but how many of you know someone who doesn't go to church because of, or is no longer a Christ follower 
because of experiencing church hurt. Um, either put an emoji down, put a hands up, put an I do, or I know someone, or even you yourself, if you feel comfortable sharing. Because um, 37% kind of, I mean, one in a little less than three people. It's one in two and a half people. Absolutely. And I mean, I do know several people. I know many uh, people. Yep. You know, and maybe Susan if I Key thought says, about yep. it, there'd probably be more in my mind, but several yep. that have been hurt and have just stopped completely. Yeah. I've got one friend who, um, really close to me, one, I have multiple friends, one who, two who are really close to me who, uh, both no longer believe mm-hmm. in God, mm-hmm. um, because of past abuse experiences. <laughs> Um, and it's especially younger generations, which is the next statistic, 35% of millennials believe the church does more harm than the church does good. That is a lot too. Mm-hmm. 35%. And that's not non-church going or that's just, 30, just total mi- millennials. millennials. Yep. Uh, Kara Burdick, hand raised. Amy mm. Elias, hand raised. Mm. Yes. Kevin Saylor, hand raised. Wow. Yep. Oh, uh, next one, 52% of Gen Z have little to no trust in organized religions, including 39% of Gen Z saying they personally have been hurt by the church in the past. Wow. And so you saw the statistic with the millennials, 35% of millennials believe the church does more harm than good. 52% of Gen Z have little to no trust. It's definitely millennials and younger who have a lot more hurt and, and mistrust for the church, and that's what we're seeing. But it goes across the board, too. Do you think it's because, and, and, and maybe not, but do you think it's because now people are talking about it? Do you oh, think there yeah. was well, a lot more? Talking about it, yes, and then and there's allowing... a microphone in the media. But then also Gen Z, is uh, they're such independent thinkers, right. too. And so a big part of Gen Z's mistrust, and, and you can – determine whether or not you think this is justified that's not what we're here to say Mm -hmm. but a big part of gen z's mistrust is how the church has handled um inclusive or exclusive efforts with lgbtq um with sexuality with gender you know can uh with gender um commonality and, and and whatnot and so um that's part of too is gen z were a lot of it again that's for we're not going to talk about or debate about those things, but that's just right. part of the things is how their friends and their peers have either been mistreated or thought of sure. in church experiences, environments, and then that's led to um, stepping away too. So I think it's a it's a combination of a lot of things, For but sure. media doesn't help at all either. Oh, no. It's because everyone no. has a voice, everyone has a microphone. Right. Um, and then, and rightfully so, that's also beneficial in some ways because then when you hear of experiences of abuse, it then you're able to have those conversations um, and hear, you know, perhaps you're not alone. Well, and, and I just want to, while you're saying, talking about social media and the church and church wounds and everything, I think we have to realize that church wounds don't just come from within the church yep. building. Church wounds can happen on social media, yep. like on posts that you post, um, you know, thinking that you're speaking truth or thinking that you're mm-hmm. you're sharing something actually can actually wound other people. Yeah, and it's it's it goes back to even, and I think the 2016 and 2020 elections um, where different Christians saw different. Non-Christians saw how Christians were aggressively posting during those election times. Um, I know wounded a lot of people. Right. And, you know, it was very harmful in that sense. 
Um, let's see. For Kevin sure. Saylor says, is some of that also because of the culture swing? Sorry, is some of what also because of the culture swing? Um, maybe you clarify in this. Away from church, it's not the center of the family anymore or the center of how we are raised now. Yeah, and part of that, again, Kevin, is because a lot of millennials experience hurt um, in the church. And so they kind of took that centrality of the church away from their family. Right. Um, or millennials got out of the habit of a healthy church or being a part of a church. Um, and so then their kids, again, the only church they see is what they see online, which, again, like we say, can be a positive or a negative thing as well. Oh, last, for sure. Um, last staff uh, stat. Um, we've already shared this language, but there's a phrase kind of that's been circulating the last couple of years that I mentioned earlier, post-traumatic right. church syndrome, yes. post-traumatic church syndrome. And that's kind of what we're talking about tonight is PTSD in a sense mm -hmm. um, after experiencing pain, either personally or things that you viewed of um, distrust for the church. Um, sure. It can lead to causing then triggers for future connection and intimacy with the future church. Absolutely. And then uh, intimacy with God. Right. right. Ultimately, right. which is the biggest problem. <laughs> yep. So, so here's our first question. How do we believe God is good in this good God that we talk about all the time when the church, the big C church, so all of us mm -hmm. is sinful? Yeah. How do we believe that? How do we believe in a good God when we have a sinful church? Yeah. And this is, this is one of those questions that especially as my peers who have experienced church hurt yeah, um, in a variety of different senses. Some who were on staff and um, fired. Um, uh, right. Some who had a different view and were let go. Right. Um, and then some who, you know, just received a lot of pushback for different things, but um, also then saw how their church taught about love. But right. then when it came to being there the for people who they disagree action. with, yeah. the actions didn't match up with that. Right, right. Yeah. Um, oh, so how, do you, how do you believe, how can, and that's the question they wrestle with. How can I believe God is good right. when the church appears not to be? The church, the people in the church who say they love God and they love people, but they're clearly not loving people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing because it's not, I, if I'm honest, I don't think sinful is the problem as much as not loving is the problem yeah i think people um for the most part people non-believers um or people who have or that are believers who've been wounded by the church wouldn't say sin's the problem yeah now not loving is a sin i'm, I'm for sure and we're not going to say that but it is to me it's like not putting that love in action, not actually loving no matter what mm -hmm. not actually sitting with someone where they're at no matter what they're doing or what they're believing or what they're thinking and actually walking with them in a relationship. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I think most people would go, of course, people sin. People mm -hmm. are, people are going to do the wrong thing, mm -hmm. but it's the, the love piece that yep. I think we're often missing. Yeah. And when it comes to the church, we would like to, expect and hope that it's a safe place oh, yeah, and so when it becomes sure. an unsafe or a place of pain 
it hurts. I think it hurts more. Absolutely. I think because you because you walk in and the well, I think nowadays it's gotten opposite where people walk in and they're almost afraid. Yeah. But 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 if they're not, if they walk if you walk in and you're like these people are supposed to love God and love people. Mm-hmm. Right? And maybe they even have that slogan somewhere outside yeah. their building or yeah. on their you know, church sign, love God, love people. And you walk in and immediately you see looks or you see people turn their head or you, you start talking about questions about God you're wrestling with. Yeah. And they're like, oh no, Mm -hmm. you need to change. Almost like they feel like they need to change. Yeah. But that's not who Jesus was at all. Yep. And so I think that's what's so hard. I think that's the piece. And so, so yeah. So how do we help people? are wrestling with that like Mm -hmm. god is you say god is good but people sure aren't being good (laughs) Mm -hmm. and here's here's something i've as i've experienced my own church hurt excuse me and process this question is sometimes not all the time sometimes we idolize the church right and so that then that also leads to uh, when the, the crushing happens or when the pain happens yeah. or the hurt happens, we've lost our identity because the yeah. church, that church hurts us. And so it, it like everything we knew about God falls apart. Right. And that's part of where this comes in is, you know, how do we believe God is good when the church is, you know, unloving Yeah, it, it, because before the church was God, mm. you know, before the church was God, after the church is God, right. um, our, our, our faith is not built contingent um, upon contingent on the church, um, um, people. <laughs> on people. Yep, the church is a beautiful place. The, the church is a beautiful body. Mm-hmm. The church is supposed to be the body of Christ, but um, but before the church was God. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, and we fail and we mess up. Crossbridge fails and we mess up. We hurt people. We disappoint people. I teach things that make people really excited on, you know, one Sunday, and mm-hmm. then I put people to sleep the next Sunday. Um, <laughs> sometimes, you know, you'll you'll you know have to let people know, hey, I I can't meet with you this week. I don't have time. I don't right. know. And you'll disappoint right. them because disappoint they're hurting. Um, you know, and so there there's so many different pieces and things that go into it. But how do we believe God is good? Susan Keys hits it right on the head. The same way we still believe when He lets bad things happen. Yeah, okay. he is still God. Yeah, and yeah. and the the evilness that happens doesn't negate the goodness of God. No. Um, and then she works it in and say part of his it's going to be a part of his plan somehow. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, God's original plan for us mm-hmm. was not to experience pain. Yeah. It was to experience love, but right. but then when sin entered into the world, right. Um, that plan is going to be fulfilled. When, you know, when the kingdom of heaven is ushered in fully right. and, and, you know, renews all things. But until then, right. we're kind of still fighting our plan with God's plan, our plan, constantly. sin plan with God's plan. Sin we're plan in a battle all the time. We're yep. in a battle constantly. And one thing that a friend of mine, um, shout out to Tabitha Coulter, um, who, you know, has their families walked through such loss with our Trinity. You yeah. know, we, our church family has. You know, and she's often reminding me that these there's there's these moments that we get that are good are actually grace from God. Like he does not have to give us anything good. Mm -hmm. He we really deserve nothing good. Yeah. Right. Nothing. So these moments when here I get to do this with my son, Mm -hmm. you know, we you know, here we get to not have have to have Brad here with us. We we like that's great. Our competency. (laughs) 
in our intelligence, <laughs> in our intellect. But seriously, there's so much, there's so many things that he gives us day by day that's, that shows his goodness. Yep. And he never had to do that yep. at all. Yep. Yeah, that's so good. And the, to piggyback on that, you're not going to find the perfect church. No. If you spend an X amount of time with a group of people who are ch chasing after Jesus, eventually right. someone is going to hurt you, disappoint you, right. or you're going let to you hurt down. them, or you're going to or hurt them. You're going to hurt them. Yes. The hope is when you experience church, or this is the hope, or if the church has said something, done something, acted in a way, right. the hope is that the maturity and the relationship is there for you to be able to have conversation. Amen. Oh okay? my gosh. Yes. Now, to come back. Yes. That's the hope. There's also some extreme cases of abuse. Yeah, that you shouldn't. Sexual abuse, yeah. physical We're abuse. We're not talking about We're that. We're not talking about that. No. Okay? We're not talking about that. You should just that leave. That is where you need to find safety and to find leave a good counselor and, and save people. Yes. Um that this is not a conversation to say stick it out like no. No. Stay please please please. Right. Find safety if you are experiencing. We know that some form severe of abuse, abuse yes. happens in the church. You read Verbal about abuse, it. You know, sexual it. abuse, physical abuse, and you may not you have the boundaries it. in place to be able to even like think straight. So you just mm -hmm. need to leave. But this is in the cases we're talking about. More are those things that maybe someone. The cases we're talking about. In this specific in this segment, because we're because we're also talking. Yes. I mean, overall church abuse. Some yes. of you may have experienced That's physical, so emotional, true. spiritual That's so abuse. That's so true. So just right abuse. here, right now, right in now, this, just in this few this, minutes, just few minutes, just just what I'm sharing is is it may be something that you feel like you heard something from the stage that really. Um, frustrated you or you were concerned with or maybe someone else and and to sit down with that person or or reach out to your pastor we absolutely love it yep. when we've spoke well we don't love it when we've spoken I love it when i misspeak <laughs> and tick all of you off no but we do we appreciate that so much more to say hey can i come connect with you i was confused about this would you help me understand this um, or I heard this. Yeah, and we talked about some tough subjects too. We've right. taught we've taught on racism. We've sure. taught on purity. Sure. We've taught on um, sanctity of life. We've taught right. on homosexuality in the past. Right. We've right. taught on um, and you guys have here truth, too. You right. know, different things. We've taught on Black Lives Matter. Sure. You know, on the podcast before we've we, you know we taught we touch on touchy subjects right. on the podcast and on stage. Eventually, we're going to say something that you disagree with. Right. And so the hope is that even in that, and that often gets bunched up into church hurt. Sure. Because let's just be honest, um, I'm, I am a sensitive person. Let me just be honest. I am too. My generation you get that from tends me. to often be more sensitive. <laughs> yeah. I fit in with that generation. Yeah. So often when we hear something from the pastor, um, it, that we disagree with, we take that as an attack on us. Personal. You know? Yeah. Personal. Um, Grandpa Gillespie says the only perfect church is the one that doesn't have any people in it. Yeah, that is <laughs> so true. Amen. That is true. So, and if Brad were here, he would say, I have no feelings and yeah. um, I Even don't care. He does. Yeah, he Even does. He does. So, He's full of baloney. So with all that to say, okay, there's, there's church hurt, there's yes. church baggage, yes. church abuse, church pain, um, Christians who do sinful things. Yes. There's also a lot of good in the church. There's a lot of good. And the church is so important. Yeah. The body of Christ we is so important. We have to have community. We are made yep. for community. So here's the last question we want to wrestle with tonight. 
how do we, if we've experienced pain, mm-hmm. how do we find enough healing to be able to start trusting the church again? It's yeah. a two-part question. Or two, if we don't feel, if we've tried and tried and tried and we've experienced so much church hurt, mm-hmm. do we even need the church? Mm-hmm. Those are two very weighted questions. Those are hard Let's ones. talk about the first one. Let Actually, can we talk about the second one first? Do sure. we even need the church? Sure. Yeah, do we? Personally, and this is a Gen Xer, I believe, yes, we do. I, I do believe we need the church. Now, that being said, there are seasons where people have experienced such pain and such wounding, they may need to take a break yeah, and not just jump right in. Because yep. some of us, you do this with all kinds of trauma, like you just jump back into a relationship or you jump back into a job or you jump back into something to try to push the pain under the rug, so to speak. Do you understand what I mean yep. when I say under the rug? Yeah, you're so funny. <laughs> But we can do that with church hurt, too. Yeah. We can, like, jump back into church and try to get involved too quick. And, and then we end up falling into the same kind of thing. And sometimes yeah. it's the church, but sometimes it's because we haven't learned boundaries. We haven't learned, mm-hmm. you know, how to stand up for ourselves. Yep. Um, so we need to make sure. So there are seasons, I believe, that we need to take some time sometimes mm-hmm. to, to take find a break. Healing, to find, find healing, therapy, find therapy, find um, safety people redemption reconciliation yes, and yes. depending on your level of abuse or burnout or pain it just depends on the different different types of um steps that need to be taken right um some people's relationship with god is shattered because of the abuse they've experienced oh for sure and so the levels of healing that are needed mm-hmm. um could take years right could take years and i would suggest honestly that you reach out to to people that you trust in leadership <laughs> in the church um, that may may not live in the town you're at, but know people in the town you're at. Um, I know there's a family that I know that experienced church hurt, and actually their counselor, they went from church to church to church, and their counselor said, try this church out, and, and, and then they did, and, and they've loved it. And so I think another thing you can do is go, instead of just going, okay, internet, church search, Talk to people that you trust and when you're ready to go, okay, mm-hmm. I've heard about this yep. church. I think this might be the fit for me. Yep. You know. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, and I've experienced church hurt and then Marissa and I took who six, seven months mm-hmm. away to find and that's healing. Okay. Um and that was even short for some people. Um he- here's what I'll say, and we want to be very cautious about this, because of the different levels of abuse, um, First off, you don't need, need, need to go to church to be a Christ follower. No. Okay? That's not your salvation. That's not your salvation. Yeah. Um, and like we said, we would never suggest you to return to a place of abuse. No. That's not what we're suggesting here at all. There are so many benefits, though, yeah. to the church. And when I say the church, I mean the body of Christ. Um, so if you don't feel comfortable f- giving another church a chance what i would strongly suggest you doing is finding other believers mm-hmm. community of people and do church in the yeah. house yeah do a small group yeah the church is so much bigger than just the building right the benefit of a an organized church is a community worship yeah you can find that outside 
of a community worship center. Yeah. Okay. Church is so much bigger than just the building. Absolutely. It needs to be. While I believe there are some benefits, sometimes your abuse, depending on the level, depending mm-hmm. on your faith, how much mm-hmm. you've been hurt, um, you may never be able to trust another organized worship again. Right. And I want you to know that's okay. Right. I heard for you because I wish that you could find peace in a place like that. Right. But I want you to know that's okay. What I would encourage you to do then is to find church in your own way. Right. Find and people that church? you feel is the body safe. Of Christ. Find and it could be a few friends. With. And also take that time to process here's what what happened because sometimes church hurt again can be pushed under the rug. You know, yeah. like you you may be feel like part of it was your fault and you be ashamed or you're ashamed or you're embarrassed or whatever. Or you heard a pastor say this or whatever and you think, Oh my gosh, I'm a bad person. Ask a trusted friend. Yeah. Because a lot of the time, just sharing it out loud gives you so mm-hmm. much more peace. Absolutely. And to be able to have someone just to come alongside to go, I love you no matter what. Yep. Whether what you did, what you said, what you heard, let's talk about it together. Mm-hmm. You know, let's Absolutely. process it. Absolutely. And there's, like I said, there's so many benefits to be able to walk with people yes. as the church. Yes. Um, community is so important. Right. Community is so important. And so while it's my hope, that everyone is able to find safety and healing and a place to worship. Right. My, my bigger hope is that you're able to find um, strength in Christ. Right. And so it really, I mean, we hope that we've given you some things to even think about whether you've experienced some pain, do you know someone who has, Um, I guess the last piece of advice is if you're walking with someone who has experienced pain, don't like rush them along. No, help them find healing at their pace. Listen, be a good listener. Yep. Meet them where they are. Go at their pace. Whatever. And even if they're processing some things you disagree with, it doesn't matter. Just meet them where they are and show them the love of Jesus and he will. He'll meet you there in the midst. It's pretty cool. Oh, hey, you want to close us out? Sure. Yeah. How do you do it? Do you go say goodbye? What do you do? I don't know. (laughs) No, I just appreciate you guys for joining us. Um, And um, just please know that, you know, Jordan and I are are available. And and of course, we have other staff members as well. If If you've experienced church hurt and it's something that you'd like to process with us, we would be more than happy to. We um, we listen to a lot of people who've been wounded. I've been wounded by the church. Jordan himself has been wounded by the church before. Ryan's not in his head. He's been wounded by the church before. And so just know that we understand. We get it. And um, we love you. And, um, you know, you need people. And so we want to make sure that you have people too. So we appreciate you being with us tonight. All right. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We hope that you have a great rest of your evening. And you are preaching on Sunday now. I am now we because some things around because Brad's, Brad's sick. sick. Poor Be God. praying for Brad, our fearless, incompetent leader. <laughs> Poor guy. I know. I got to hit him while he's down. So, hey, have a great rest of your evening. We hope you'll join us uh, next week. And it will actually be me and Jake for a game Ooh, night next Thursday. Okay. So, yep. Hey, have a great rest of your evening. We'll see you next time.